Pastor Paul Boyer and the Congregation of Victory Church welcome you to this message from the Word of God. It is our heartfelt desire to see you grow closer to the Lord and to help you become all that He has created you to be. Our prayer is that through this ministry you would come to know Him in a greater way and that these teachings from the Scriptures will better equip you to fulfill His plan in your life. Now, let's listen to Pastor Paul as we study the Word together. try to keep this short, but I've said that before, you know, sometimes you lie from the pulpit, but anyway, I'm going to try to keep it short. To tie in to what Brother Steve brought us today, I thought it was important for us to go back, take a step back from, from all that we've been learning and all that we've been doing. We've been using the D6 curriculum now for quite a while, and it's been a blessing to us. It brings us closer to God. It gives us a, a path and a direction, and it gives us something that we can, we can bring from the nursery all the way to the senior saints with a common theme. This week's theme was persecution. We're going to step back from that a little bit today, and we're going to talk about our roots and where we came from and who we are as Victory Church. Victory Church's mission statement. Does everybody know what that is? You're going to get a chance to write it down if you don't know, so here we go. This is, Victory Church's mission statement is building D6 families to carry out the Great Commission and the Great Commandment. What is the Great Commission? The last thing that Jesus said to his disciples was this, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples, disciples, of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. There is a commission with a promise. The, the King James Version says, Go ye therefore to all the nations. I just love the way that sounds. And make disciples. God gave all authority in heaven and on earth to Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ, through our faith in him, has given all authority on heaven and earth to us. Authority to do what? Well, among other things, authority to make disciples. We're talking about disciples, not just converts or believers, but disciples. Now, of course, we are empowered and we are called to make converts and to make believers. It is our mission to evangelize, to go out into the world and tell the lost and dying world about Jesus Christ and bring them to his light. But it doesn't stop there. That's just the beginning of our commission. Once we make that convert, once we, can, we bring people into the fold, once we, we bring them to the light of Jesus Christ and they understand that they are sinners in need of a Savior and they accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, that is the beginning of our mission. From there on, we are called to make them disciples. What does it mean to be a disciple? A disciple is someone who is growing in the faith, who is learning, who is moving closer to Christ, who is taking that one step, following another, to be more like their Savior. That is what a disciple is. So that is the greatest, command, the greatest commission. It's not merely to evangelize, but to evangelize and then disciple. 
And that's what our D6 strategy is all about. That's why building D6 families to carry out the Great Commission is part of our mission statement. We're not here to only make converts. We are here to make converts and then grow them in their Christian walk. That's the difference. What is the greatest commandment? Deuteronomy 6, starting in verse 4, says, Listen, Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all of your strength. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and all of your strength. That is the great commandment. So what are we called to do? We're called to love God with all we have, and we're to share that with others. That's what we're called to do. That's what we're here for, to love God with all we have and make disciples. How is the, what's the best way to make disciples? God understood, God knows, and he gave us a plan for making disciples. He goes on in Deuteronomy 6, starting in verse 6, these words that I'm giving you today are to be in your heart. The New International Version says, these words that I'm giving you are to be impressed upon your heart, to be part of who you are. Repeat them to your children. Talk with them when you sit in your house and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Bind, it, bind them as a sign on your hand and let them be a symbol on your forehead. Write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. We're to take those teachable moments to speak into the lives of our children the truths about God. In effect, we are to disciple our children. That's what we're called to do. That's what the greatest commandment is about. Not only to love the Lord our God, but to disciple our children. To bring them into his arms. To make them grow to be more like Jesus Christ. We're a disciple, our children. God created the family as the discipleship center to grow disciples for him. The family is the key. Such goes the family, such goes the nation. The family is the key. It makes us wonder if God cares about children. That's kind of a rhetorical question. I think it's obvious that God cares about children. I mean, the entire scripture is full of references to children and how we should raise our children in the way that they should go. And when they're old, they now shall not depart from it. God loves children. Jesus loved the children. In Matthew 19, it said, Then children were brought to him so he might lay hands on them and pray. But the disciples rebuked them. And Jesus said, Leave the children alone. And don't try to keep them from coming to me because the kingdom of heaven is made up of people like this. The kingdom of heaven is made up of people like children. What does it mean to be like a child? Does it mean to be open and accepting and loving without condition? Does it mean that you're trainable, that you don't know all the answers, and that you're willing to listen? So what does it mean to you to be like a child? Because the kingdom of heaven is made up of people like this. God wants us to love our children and to train them in righteousness. That's what the family is for. But remember, God gave us these children on loan. They're not really ours. 
They were born from your body. They're in your home. They're to be sheltered. They're to be nurtured. They're to be protected. They're to be discipled. But what, they are, what God gave them to us to do is to return to him in his time. Our mission as parents is to grow these children and protect them and nurture them and turn them back to God, put them back in the care of God from whence they came. My brother Joe is a, is a good man, but he's not a Christian. I'm working on it, but I've been working on it for, you know, 50 years. But no, he, He's a good man, but he's not a Christian. And we were talking about parenting one time, and he said, if you do this right, your kids are sad when you die. Well, that's true. If you do this right, your kids are sad when you die. But I think there's more to it than that. Yeah, I hope my kids are sad when I die. I hope they don't, you know, finally say the good, the old man's out of the way or whatever. You know, they're, they're not going to kill me off for my millions or anything like that. So I, I hope my kids are sad when I die. I hope they miss me. But on the other hand, if I do this right, my kids should also be glad, not glad that I'm dead, because they know where I'm going and they know where I am. My kids should know that this death is only for a little while, that I'm not really dead, that I'm just sleeping. And that that plot that they bought for me is not my final resting place. That, that on that day when Jesus returns, I'm going to rise up out of that grave. That grave doesn't hold me anymore. They should know that, my children. And they should rejoice in the fact that, that if they love me, they know what future holds for me. That death is not the end. It's just the beginning. And then I'm starting eternity in the very arms of Christ. They should know that. So they should be sad that I'm dead, but happy that I'm in heaven. If you do this right, you should have that same confirmation. Or you should have that same affirmation about your kids, about your children. You should understand that you only have them for a little while, and then you turn them back to God. Because God gave us these children to grow, to nurture, and to disciple. You protect your children from traffic, from germs, from strangers. What are you doing to protect them from hell? You protect your children. What are you doing to protect them from hell? You prepare your children for school, for driving, for living on their own. What are you doing to prepare them for heaven? Your most important goal as a parent is not to produce happy, well-adjusted, financially successful adults. Your most important goal is to build into your children an unquenchable love for God and to make disciples. But what about those that have no family? What about these? What about those that are being ministered right now by our Free Will Baptist Family Ministries? What about the ones that have no family? What does God expect for them? James 1, 27 says, Pure and undefiled religion before our God and Father is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself unstained by the world. Pure and undefiled religion before our God 
and father is to look after the orphans and the widows in their distress. It's not optional. To be pure and undefined and unstained in the world, we must look after our orphans and widows in their distress. Psalm 68 says, God said he was the father of the fatherless and the champion of widows is God in his holy dwelling. Psalm 82 said, God commands us to provide justice for the needy and the fatherless, uphold the rights of the oppressed and the destitute. But there's more than just children involved. What about the elderly? What about the poor and the needy? What's God's expect for them? In Matthew 25, it tells us that Jesus said, For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. And then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you? Or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in? Or without clothes and clothe you? When do we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, I assure you, whatever you did for the least of these brothers of mine, you did it for me. That's what free will Baptist ministry is all about. That's what family ministry is all about. And that's what Victory Church is all about. You see, God wants us to worship him. And worship is about giving, ultimately, isn't it? Giving of your time, giving of your talent, giving of your money. Giving of your love and life to things that he finds the most worthy. When asked which commandment of God was the greatest, Jesus said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the greatest and most important commandment. The second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. We are called by God to love these children as God's children. To love the elderly, the weak, and the weary for what they are, bearers of the true image of God. So this is what God wants. God wants us to be his children and to love because he first loved us. We are God's hands and feet on the earth. He expects us to care and to do his work. God expects us to empower the powerless, feed the hungry, minister to the sick, and visit the prisoner, and become families to the familyless. God wants us to make disciples of all the nations, starting at home. He expects us to be the great commandment to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, and to live the Great Commission and make disciples of all the nations. Let's pray. Lord, we, we honor you for who you are and what you are. We thank you for all that you've done for us. We thank you for your commandment, your commission. We thank you for giving us the responsibility to carry out your work here on earth. We ask, Lord, that you empower us to do so. Through the work of the Holy Spirit, give us the strength and the wisdom and the maturity to be all that you've called us to be. Lord, we pray for Free Will Baptist Family Ministry. We pray for Steve Schaefer as he goes around the country sharing the vision 
of all that the Free Will Baptist Family Ministry is doing to carry out your work in this world. Lord, I ask that if there's anyone here that doesn't have that light, that doesn't understand who you are and what you are and is in need of a Savior, that this be the day they come to the realization of who you are and who they are and that they are in need of a Savior. I ask, Lord, that you move in the hearts of all unsaved who may hear this message. May it open a door and let you in because you are surely knocking. Lord, go, through, go with us through this week. Bless Victory Church and all those who attend here. Bless those that are traveling, Lord. Keep them safe. Most of all, Lord, we thank you for your love. We thank you for the sacrifice made by your son, Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Well, thank you for joining us for this message from the Word of God. We know that the truth you have just heard will change your life if you believe it and intentionally apply it. If you need someone to pray with or maybe you just want someone to talk to, please call us at 618-622-9360. That's 618-622-9360. Or you can email us at victory at victorychurchonline.net. If you're interested in obtaining more teaching materials, or if you'd like to partner with us in this ministry, please contact us. You can email or call, or send a request to 715 Lake Point Center, Suite 109, O'Fallon, Illinois, 62269. Come and check us out on the web at www.victorychurchonline.net. And again, we thank you and are glad you could join us.